0: Hi everyone. Um I just wanted to personally apologize that all of our listeners that um we didn't have any episodes up last week. I um I I just had the hardest week of my life ever last week and unfortunately we weren't able to put anything up on on our platforms, but um we are back this week and we shouldn't foresee any other problems and um i just want to say thank you so much to harrison he has been a rock for me during these troubling times so um yeah thank you for your understanding and i hope you enjoy this week's episode
1: yeah um james james you ever been lost camping no have you One been lost
0: camping?
1: I mean, not exactly. I was in the right area. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, is that when you go camping, it's supposed to be an adventure, right? Yeah, um, on the trail. Um, well, here, let me start here. When you go camping, do you like go to like the, uh, like the pre? Fabricated spots or like people put like campers or do you like you know hey here's a good spot
0: <laughs> no we do usually do the prefabricated class because we usually go to like national forests and whatnot national parks
1: mm. i've never been to like yellowstone or anything have you been there
0: yeah you should go before it uh, disappears
1: are you gonna take me
0: okay we'll do a nice. dci score report from yellowstone one year
1: <laughs> outside
0: <laughs> you know how sick it would be to hear a core while you just have yellowstone in the background
1: playing and then and then at the the peak of their uh, uh their show right. you got the geyser go in the background
0: we'll, we'll do Talk an ad for our um podcast one day just like do you like to hear the sounds of dci while imagining the picture the scenery of yellowstone well we have it for you right here
1: that's what it's like to drive a ford <laughs> as we show
0: a, a knockoff matthew mcconaughey
1: <laughs> for mercury or whatever lincoln he's lincoln. for lincoln
0: yeah lincoln is owned by Ford. and he's fine
1: man i can't believe abraham lincoln's still putting out cars
0: Well, he has to find ways to slay vampires easily somehow.
1: (laughs) He's an axe murderer.
0: Is it murder
1: if they're already dead? I don't Are vampires technically dead? Uh, Yeah. They don't have a pulse. I mean, I guess so, yeah. And they can't see themselves in their reflection, so they're ghosts. And they're not allowed to be in the sun. Hmm. Therefore, vampires are dead.
0: Therefore,
1: vampires are dead. You hear? You heard it here fo- first, folks. Jesus, <laughs> please, I can't speak. Anamanapia. Uh, Anamanapia. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Marching Arts Podcast, your guide to all things marching. James marching, Henry. Marching, 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 marching.
0: Oh, I'm um, pretty good. How about yourself?
1: Martin, Martin, Martin. I'm okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. Okay, 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 okay,
1: James, you and I have been in lovers. music. Oh. Yeah, right. in the in the music industry and oh, yeah, uh, music lovers. Music lovers. Here come the fan fiction. Um, oh no. <laughs> of uh um uh, over the better part of I'd say 10 years. So, um decade. Yeah, decade, decade plus. Do you remember your first game? Uh, Like your first ever high school football game? No. Not the eighth grade night, because we've talked about that in the past, but like right. your first ever in-marching-band football game. No, probably not. I can probably tell
0: you it was probably heckin' nervous as heck. <laughs> um, heckin heck or heckers. Heck and heck. And I know I probably didn't play anything, and I just counted on making sure I hit my dots and didn't miss any of my spots, because I don't think that would be anything more embarrassing than just like forgetting your drill on the first game.
1: <laughs> Could yeah, you imagine? Fair enough. No, oh man, I feel like I feel like on my first show, I don't even think our show was done on my first. No, I don't think many high school bands ever had their shows done by the first um, week. So, but I do remember that I was I was. I was uh, nervous, big time. Right, Did you but see- I do love it because, you know, when you get into band for the first time, you you know you get real stressed out, real tired, real sore, learning all this stuff. Right, mm-hmm. you're just staying here holding this thing up all day, put my arms in the air all day, um, and then you get to march your first game, your first show on a football field under right. Friday night lights, and it's, I mean. That's something i i haven't forgotten um my first game um that we we you know performed at was a was North Cobb versus m l k oh, okay um, and it was was it like it a was... clone of eleven Martin
0: Luther Kings on both sides of the ball, or was it <laughs> uh no,
1: no, I don't think so um oh, I'm what sorry, a what a team it... that would be
0: though? Or was it the 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 OG MLK that pinned uh, multiple copies of Commandments on people's doors? Was he just pinning Commandments on people's helmets?
1: <laughs> no, no, I don't think that was it. It did go into okay. overtime though, so it felt like it g- dragged on forever. Okay, um, and that was our first game. It's so exciting. We lost, but it was Aww. very exciting. <laughs> um, and we were doing a thriller show. We we're doing a Michael Jackson show. Oh, okay. um, and it was fun. So we busted, we busted out in the Thriller dance halfway <sighs> through the the show, and and it was it was great. Um, so Being maybe we thriller, did it done
0: by then. I feel like if you are doing a thriller show, it's really thrilling for you, but everybody else who isn't part of that show is like, oh boy, another band here we go doing oh, Thriller
1: boy. again. I'm doing Thriller. <laughs> did Man, you guys how do did, the dance? Uh, yeah, so I said we busted out in the Thriller dance halfway okay. through the show. That's um, nice, and the the home stand went nuts. Right. So, um, and that's another thing that I really liked about my first game. That you know, if you've never been in an organized sport, you never really played for a group or a crowd or anything like that. Doing something in your show and then seeing the crowd's reaction to right. it is so awesome. Um, and, and for me, that kind of fueled like my whole experience for my first game, like how I felt because mm-hmm. I was super nervous. I was like, man, I really want to do well. want to do well. Oh crap. We're playing Stan tunes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we, we did the halftime show and I was pumped for the, for, for the second half, man. Right. I was pumped. Um, I like best feeling ever when you get the first game out of the way i don't know if everyone feels that way i don't know if you felt that way in your um, first game
0: i was definitely pumped but also nervous at the same time i think i was more relieved that the halftime show was over but also like felt good that i actually remembered all my stuff
1: yeah um, it's like, and, like I survived,
0: yeah and that like oh that's the second half now i can third quarter break and then fourth quarter just have fun play stand students the entire time so i think for me it was more so the first season i definitely remember the first season more so than like the first game because i think there's a lot of things that just come up during the first season right um and i guess the first game for us well i mean for most schools it's usually like a non-conference game playing against somebody who's like close-ish but has no no like no stake yeah no consequences on the season itself so right um I guess most memorable football games would just be the rivalry games, so.
1: Yeah, and they're always unspoken rivalries, like, it, uh, it, what... well, it's funny that you Well, I that mean, they're you into
0: existence, So but... you always have your rival high school, so, like, Roswell's Milton High School, but then you have other schools who, like, pretend that they're your rival, and you're like, no, I don't yeah. know where you get this complex from, I guess it's more of, like, a little brother complex at that point. And they're like, Oh, yeah, yeah, we're your rival, we totally want to beat you. And then like, when they finally beat you, they like, they hang on to that for the whole fucking year. (laughs) And like, you're like, Oh, cool, you beat us, whatever. Um, so I guess, and those games don't really come into like memory. So it's really just like the true rivalry games that I just remember. But on, again, speaking about rivalry games, I guess there's some other schools like the Corky Cal classic. Which, if you don't know, is a what a football like tournament weekend that's held at the now Mercedes-Benz Stadium, I believe, in Atlanta. It was at the Dome, right? And so it invites what like the couple of the top football teams in Cobb County to compete against. Uh,
1: I think it's. I don't know if it's Cobb County alone, right? Um, but they invite some of the top football it's... teams in the
0: the, the Southeast I region, right?
1: I think it's, like, yeah, and, and, like, it's not just Georgia either, right. I don't think. So, um, I guess
0: for some of those people, like, can you imagine your first football game playing in an NFL-sized stadium? Obviously, it's right? not filled and having, with and all the I mean, that
1: reverb, like, right. let's talk about that. Right. <laughs> um, I, I mean... For me, if that was my first game and I was and I was in Mercedes-Benz or, or the Georgia Dome, we'll talk right. our time period. If it was in the Georgia Dome, um, man, I don't I don't think I would have had self control.
0: You would have <laughs> peed yourself in excitement?
1: Well, I don't know about <laughs> that. Um, I did really have to pee in my first game. So a word of advice uh to people that are gonna have their first games this year, if you're listening to this podcast. Hydrate, um, but
0: don't over hydrate.
1: hydrate before you hydrate, but make sure you use the bathroom before, like, before you're in your parade right. block. <laughs> when you are putting the... on your uniform, go to the bathroom. Make that part of your yeah. daily
0: routine. Usually, what you so put on... that way.
1: If sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just saying,
0: like, usually that that last 15 minutes is like, okay, put on your uniform, and grab your instruments and gloves, head to parade block. So just. While you're putting on your bibbers, assuming you have bibbers, just go to the bathroom.
1: Well, and also just personal advice: if this is your first time suiting up for a game, I would give yourself about thirty minutes to get your uniform on. Oh, that's, a, um, that's a long time. Well, think about it, because you're gonna want to get it perfect, and you're you'll take a while to get it on. Because when you first put it on, you you know it's for um when you're getting fitted, and a lot of bands don't put it back on until game day. Right, um, so they may have they may have forgotten how to put it on if it's not like an easy zip up, um mm. you know, like if it's you know like with the sashes and the buttons and things like right. that, um, I'd give yourself you know twenty twenty to thirty minutes depending on so. what you have to do um like and also in case if you forget gloves mm. <laughs> or anything like that, you know figure out how to get some um speaking of. Did, um oh I what's so up we keep doing that today
0: um i know man i was gonna say we have front clipping collars so like instead of buttons it was like a clip and obviously it was super hard because the clip is literally like bitty bitty yeah like two or three we millimeters yeah so the first game everybody except for the freshman um had kept this a secret the entire season so everybody just starts going when it's like all right 15 minutes you get the whistles 15 minutes pray block everybody starts putting on the uniforms and everybody who's not a freshman or a new person is like all right they turn to like their friends like come do me and all the freshmen are like oh yeah what the heck are we talking about here (laughs) and then you finally learn that doing somebody means doing their front clip for them so they don't have to do it themselves so that was pretty funny
1: we did uh we had the um the button too, the top buttons
0: oh so yeah, yeah.
1: Pads, um um and then we would do that there too hey i need, I need you to do me right so <laughs> i need was... you to get
0: me i need you to get me real good <laughs> i know we're sidetracking a little bit but did your uniform zip
1: up in the front or in the back the back okay. in high school it zipped up in the back and we didn't have anything else so right. ours was simple in high school we you know you put it on and someone walks up behind you and zips, you up your, hmm. zips your back up some people are flexi- flexible enough to get it themselves. Right. I was able to to zip up my own uniform Say. only my freshman year. <laughs> oh, I was able to do it
0: all four years.
1: <laughs> I was only able to do it freshman year. Um, I don't know why. I guess I just lost my flexibility. Um, but doing that? I think all of those things put together, right? You know, all I've right. talked, you know, talking about getting excited for game, being nervous for the game, allowing time to go to the bathroom and put on your uniform. <laughs> um you know i think all of that ties into the mentality of the entire day's like game time mm-hmm. um whereas like hey is is game time it's time yep. to get ready like get hyped get pumped up yeah um that's definitely and, uh, a
0: much more different feeling than like say first competition or even first parade because like parades are definitely the most chill then it's game, oh yeah, game days, and then it's competition days. Competition. So, um, leadership, if you're listening, always just remember like, Hey, how did you feel when it was your first everything? And like, try to, uh, what's the word? Sympathize with your fellow underclassmen slash newbies. And you just make sure you include them on everything and make sure that they're having fun and taking their mind off of the whole fact that like, Oh my God, this is the first time I'm ever going to perform as a, as a performer, like a lot of people are, like, eh, whatever. It's my first game, but there are some people that get really bad performance anxiety. <laughs> so
1: yeah, I mean that's that's a big deal. Um, and and you know that all again, I'm going to continue using that word. That all kind of ties into game time, right? As a as a leadership team, you know, or if you're a drum major, um, you know, as a leadership team. It's like it. It's not like it is. <laughs> your job to drive that excitement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said this, you know, to several of the the drum majors I've taught and and to Kennesaw State. Um, if you give a hundred and fifty percent of what you're asking of like what you're asked for, you will receive about sixty five percent back. So the more you make it seem like this is the greatest thing in the world and it's about to be the funnest day ever, the more likely the band will follow you on it. Yeah. Um, but you have to do that from the start. Like if you're if you're pretty lax during your band camp during you know um, kind of just getting started with the 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 program, and then all of a sudden game day comes around and you're just hyped high- hype 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 then the people are going to think that's that's fake um so you have to be you have to give 150 percent of what you're being asked all the time and that goes not and that's across the board that's not just drum majors that's leadership too yeah because if because if the the members sense like i'm gonna if the if the members can smell weakness on you (laughs) um they will find a way to not be as dedicated
0: Yeah. um but speaking um, of game time uh did you get game
1: time mentality from marching man or did you get it from something else to be honest um you know outside of this podcast you know you you and i are really into um football and by football we mean international football um sí, and and i and me into baseball um yeah. i know you're really into hockey we're really into sports mm mm-hmm. um but honestly i think that really started for me with marching band i think you know i learned that the the idea of game time is time to get hyped you know you know it's time to get we're doing it's, it's time for business um you know i think i learned that from marching band um and i and i'm really grateful for that mm mm-hmm. Um, whereas a lot of people may have learned it from like a kid's sport, like if they grew up playing football and then went to high school and, you know, play, was in marching band or, you know, fill in the blank of, of child sport. Right. Um, you know, people might have thought differently, but for me, um, I definitely got the idea of game time, my perception of game time, getting, getting ready for business, um, from, marching band i don't do you share that or did you get from something else
0: yes and no um i used to play tennis through like end of elementary school all through middle school um and obviously that's a very one-on-one sport so like it's just you and the other opponent and you're a kid so there's no crowds so in that sense i wasn't performing for anybody but obviously you want to win so you gotta be in the 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 mind frame of like, let's not screw up. Let's play within our own game. If they're gonna beat me, they need to beat me. Not my, not let myself be myself. So, that part of it translated where like, okay, I need to be within myself, um, and like do what I can do best. But then, marching band did bring the whole like, oh, I need to perform for hundreds if not thousands of people. Um, so I definitely did learn that aspect, and so. It's always been fine for me performing in a group um, for a crowd, but if you're like, okay. hey, Jans, do a solo, nah, I'm out. No. <laughs> I
1: I also want to highlight something you talked about that I think is really important. Mm-hmm. You talked about how in tennis it's one-on-one, right? right. It's you versus that other person where, um, you know, so if you make a mistake or if there's something that goes wrong, you basically have to self-analyze that and you have to eat that. Right. Um, and it's very important to those listening to, to this that are first getting into marching band. Marching band is a group effort. Every, yeah. every person in that marching band matters. I don't, you know, if the culture says otherwise, that, that's a problem um, because every, every person in that marching band matters um, on any, any facet, um, especially if you're a rehearsal tech. Right. <laughs> you are a rehearsal tech. You are about as important as the director themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. Um, but anyway, yeah, like where Master I'm trying ben to get like,
0: you are responsible for yourself, but you're also sort of responsible for everybody else.
1: Right. And my, but where I was trying to get at is after your freshman year, are even in your freshman year, you'll figure this out pretty quick. Um, once you are up to speed and you know what you're doing, you can self, you know, prescribe and, and, and fix your issues. And you're more or less, you know, now you're more concerned on how's my band doing. You're going to find out who your band rival is because yeah. <laughs> your band rival is different from the football rival sometimes. Yeah. Um, and, uh, um, and it's really going to bring a whole new meaning to the word game time um to to the word you know uh, preparation um and dedication um you know it's band is an incredibly competitive sport cuz it is a sport um and it's it's i i mean it's great man i i i I, I got to wrap that up cuz i seriously that's that's a man talk forever I would bring that up I would talk forever about that. That's something I'd talk to leadership teams about. That's yeah. It's a big deal. Um Ooh, well, here's a question then. Who do you think
0: is most prepared for band? Like the first band performance out of anybody that joins marching band?
1: Like who does the I don't think I understand.
0: Uh so like let's say like, do you think a kid who used to play teen sports, like soccer in middle school, is really going to be prepped well for marching band in high school? Or do you think, like, the drama kids slash, like, the musical kids will be – or maybe even the dance kids will be really well prepped for marching band? Like, what what do you think – what do you think, like, a upbringing would be really tra- – would really translate to marching band?
1: Okay. Gotcha. So I'm going to have three answers for you. Um, <laughs> and they're um, – there's three like three different activities I'm gonna pick from. Um number one, um, I would say probably my my top, um, I would say would be dancers. Um, because they learn time, they know how to control their body. Um, and if there are if and this is assuming they're already a musician, if they're a musician already, um, and they're also a dancer, then I mean, you're like marching band will be a quick learn for you. Right. <laughs> Um, because you're used to learning guard. multiple steps. Exactly, especially if you learn guard or or join learn guard join guard. <laughs> um, number two, I would say, uh, is most likely people coming in from, um, uh, like normal music program, uh, like a concert program, mm. um, so like that are in. You know, an ensemble, you know, from the, and what I'm talking specifically about the eighth to ninth, you know, into ninth grade uh, transition because they know how to play their instrument. Right. Now they just have to learn how to control their body. Right. So, um, you know, I think those individuals are going to have an advantage because there's people that'll join Marching Man that haven't really played an instrument before. Right. Um, a lot of times they'll either join Drumline or uh, Color Guard. Um, but I mean, it's possible. It, takes a lot of work but it's possible um and then the third one is your sports the the team sports um because they're going to be used to the long practices being out in the heat their body's going to be conditioned and and you know they're used to you know reps and reps and reps of of drills um now where i think those each have their drawbacks um Dancers have more, you know, they're used to a more, their reps are up and down. You know, color guard, you know, they're, they're, there's, there's times where you're not standing, where you're sitting. There's times when you're, you know, doing a more in-place kind of work versus moving and doing work. Um, and dancers, a lot of times, unless you came, come from a gymnastics background for dance, a lot of times you're more stationary. Um, or you have, like, micro drill that you do while you dance. Um versus moving you know sixty seventy yards right plus Jazz um right um so that's where I feel like dancers have a little bit of a a disadvantage um the uh, uh musician side of it disadvantage obviously being not used to body control not used to hot weather and and being outside all day um in in some cases i'm speaking generally you know obviously i'm not speaking for every single individual that has ever done this um but you know i think that's the disadvantage there and then for team sports um it's sure you're used to being outside and having the long practices but you're not used to being literally standing the entire time yeah um you're used to shorter you know you do a drill 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 and then you sit down for a minute while someone else is like doing a drill then you get up and do your part of the drill um you know or you get a break and, and things like that but but for man it's go 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 like yeah. all day um so i think those are my top three um for who's going to be the most prepared right and that's Um, not to
0: say like only those three groups can succeed. literally everybody can succeed so don't like take this as absolutely don't take this oh no i need to do one of those before i join band it's like no we just we're hypothesizing like i wonder what would be like the most efficient way of being prepared for band
1: Right. Now, if you're, my thing is, is if you are a musician that's going to do a marching band, uh, you definitely have a leg up on, on people that aren't already musicians. It takes a lot um, longer
0: to learn an instrument than it is to control your body.
1: Right. And we talked a little bit about this with, with Dr. Meals. Um, if you are coming into band camp, stretch, take the, take the time to, to stretch, right? It's it really, really important. Your muscles need that, that, that growth, that flexibility, um so that you don't hurt yourself <laughs> in the season um because any any little small thing could tweak a muscle pinch a oh. nerve and and your whole leg is like done, not done for but like you know it's you know <laughs> it's tight fun. or you get yeah. like a char, or like you get charlie horses in the middle of yeah. practice you ever had one of those no luckily not <laughs> i had one in in high school and it it's uh, right yeah. in the middle of practice ouch um
0: Okay, here is a controversial topic. What do you think about middle school marching bands and also tangentially how do you feel about those 8th graders that have been sort of like pre-scouted to join the high school marching band early?
1: Um, I mean, I feel like it's a natural progression of things. I'm not against the middle school band thing, marching Mm -hmm. thing. My... uh, but my official opinion is that they don't need to be doing competitive marching. Like, right. if anything, do parades. Right. Um. But I would not be sitting here teaching because they're 12, right? They're in sixth yeah. grade. They're like 12. Yeah. <laughs> um, 11, 12, you know, 13. 12, 13. Yeah, 12, 13 years old. Like, I, you know, I, again, the, you know, a lot of them come from team sports, and there's some crazy parents out there that, you know, Well, make them stand outside for 13 hours for baseball camp. Um, and, and, which is crazy. But, um, and, but people, but there's kids that aren't. And when those kids were to get into like marching band, I mean, that's, that's hard. Yeah. Um, so my opinion is, is I'm okay with it, but I think it needs to be very limited to what they do. Um, and I, uh, you'll have to forgive me. I kind of forgot the back half of your question. Um, I focused on the first half.
0: <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about those eighth graders that sort of get recruited to join the high school marching band early? Because they either are really good players or um, oh. maybe they have older siblings in the band already. Stuff like that.
1: Gotcha. I think that that's a natural I, – I also think that's kind of a natural progression of things. Because, I mean, if you're if you're older siblings in it and you're also districted to go to that school mm-hmm. – um then i mean you're gonna end up at the school anyway right <laughs> um but but also on the same coin come on high school directors like don't you know don't be over here trying to poach like draft people for middle school like, right
0: um, um i don't know i just my biggest concern would just be like the burnout factor that's a lot of fall uh all friday nights to give up yeah. slash all just nights to give up as a kid and oh yeah, yeah there's a lot of people who do extracurriculars but uh, i feel like band. yeah i think the magic of band is having those high school football games and um performing for bigger crowds and yeah. uh going to competitions and those bus rides absolutely so
1: and there's another thing that we're kind of not mentioning here um and and i just thought about this but you're talking about middle school kind of you know, set up into going into high school. Um, There's middle schoolers that'll have those parents that were like, you know, super into marching bands, super right. into the marching arts, WGI, indoor, all of those things, and they'll get their kid involved in like DCI and right. uh, all those things They're like 12, 13 years old when yeah. they're when they're allowed to do it for the first time. And talking about burnout, oh, yeah. I mean, you take a 12 year old in sixth grade. That's you know that which is a very trying emotional time for a kid, um, because middle school is hard. Yeah. Um, and now you're shipping them takes, off to uh, yeah, it quasi, takes six seven weeks yeah, quasi military boot camp. <laughs> it's actually eight weeks because you got to think they start doing camps before that. Yeah. So it's, you know you got eight. You're you're sending your kid off to basically summer like eight week summer camp, and they're gonna come back completely drained oh and by the way here's more marching band you have to do in the fall yeah <laughs> so i agree i think that is a big burnout um potential um and obviously there it, are and kids that, kind of... that
0: like will love doing it and they'll be like yeah i marched dci from 14 all the way up to age out so that's seven years and i marched high school and i marched college and like i loved it right. but that's not the norm
1: they're they're poor knees you know? <laughs> knees and ankles um that kind of, you know, that makes me think about, you know, my, again, going back to my, our own kind of past and, and how much we got out of it and all the awesome memories we got out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, was it everything that you dreamt it would be when you got in there? Uh, I. And, are you talking about like the first I mean, we're game pretty honest, just like so... the, whole, the whole? Oh, I, I'm just talking about the, the whole experience. Yeah, I think so.
0: I met a lot of lifelong friends, learned a lot of life skills, and, um, carry through to this day, so... I definitely think I didn't know what I was getting into when I first joined, um, but I don't regret anything about, um, doing it, and I think if I could recommend it to anybody or say, like, did I enjoy it, I would say yeah, every single time. Um, I guess maybe my competitive side would say oh maybe i wish we had one more things." but i mean that's really out of my control like i can only do so much as an individual and like sure i can try to convince other people like oh try harder or like let's practice a little bit more but again there's always gonna be somebody's better so right it's definitely not the norm to be the band that's always winning competitions
1: (laughs) yeah absolutely just because you're in a band program that's not you know winning BOA and winning right. your local all your local it does not mean you're you know you're a bad band it doesn't mean anything like that right um I mean I, I I agree I think the important thing that you you get out of this experience is our lifelong friends lifelong memories um you get to learn a lot of really crucial social aspects to to life yeah. um and you get you get to learn good and bad yeah. um you know uh, about you get a lot of experiences
0: so um awesome yeah you definitely Um, set up
1: a lot of social
0: contracts (laughs) in marching band yeah and that is a thing that you definitely need to learn in the adult world so like there might be people you don't like but you still gotta work with band sets you up for that perfectly um there's people you got to take instructions from you may not like like your band directors you you will definitely take that all throughout your (laughs) life so um especially if you're a middle schooler who is just awkward af um but then is a chance for you to learn how to socialize with other people and sure Absolutely. even if you come out with like just one or two friends that's still better than zero so
1: yeah yeah and i mean it, i mean one or two friends can make a world difference yeah um i mean so we kind of talked about our first football game kind of talked about our first year Mm. um and what our experience was um and and to kind of piggyback off off of what we talked about last week right um do you do you remember your first parade uh no no not really no to be honest i really don't either right
0: (laughs) because they all they're all kind of the same thing they all mold into the same memory because it's always the same parade it's always the same parade route um you pro your director is probably always choosing the same song anyways um (laughs) it's always on like the same day as well so that really doesn't help
1: no Um, and you always got to get up really early yeah and it's all kind of a blur anyway yeah
0: And it's not like your first football game where, like, the opponents are usually different. It's, like, it's always the same people at the same parade. Oh, yeah.
1: Because they're um, they're usually always local. So you always get the same couple. You get to, like, two, three high schools in the area. Unless you're Cobb County and there's, like, 20. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I think the, the only thing I remember from my first parade is how physical marching for a long time can be. Um, mm-hmm. cause for at least our program, our first parade was always before our first game, right. um, so marching for 15, 20, 30 minutes, that definitely puts a lot of strain, especially when you are told, you know, bring your toes up as high as you can and roll through your step and you're doing right. that for 30 minutes. Uh, you don't realize how much that takes out of you until you actually do that. And like. Again, maybe your first experience would have been like a game, so it was only eight to twelve minutes. But again, even then, then I'm sure that was still like holy crap, rule stepping for eight <laughs> to twelve minutes. That's actually a lot of extra energy out of right.
1: you. Right, right. So. Yeah, I mean, when that when you're new to that, like if you do straight leg, like when band, when uh, individuals come to band for the first time and learn straight leg, that's mm-hmm. exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, man, I'll tell you what, if you're listening to this and you're gearing up for camp and that's why you're listening to us talk about it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, man, straight leg's hard. It is straight leg and chair step. If you're going to HBCU, you're
0: you're doing a traditional step. Oh, uh, start just doing high knees as a, uh,
1: just walking around your house. Just
0: always do high knees. Always. (laughs) I know. Like we shouldn't be telling Um, middle schoolers and like high schoolers Well, some high schoolers like. You shouldn't really have to be doing like a workout regimen, but I feel like for traditional <laughs> steps, like traditional marching, yeah, you I, might want to have a workout routine.
1: You might, you might want, you might want to go a little beyond stretching, <laughs> right? And like, um, especially if you're holding a heavier instrument, you gotta get those shoulders. Oh man. Up. Sousa's big time, man. Okay. Try to if you if you're a Sousa player or or a contra player going to your high school, um. I would contact your high school to see if they'll let you take your instrument early, like mm-hmm. a month early. And just practice holding that thing. Right. Just put it on, walk around the yard, walk around the neighborhood. Um if you don't if you're not really in a neighborhood, just stand in there in your house. Just yeah. wear the thing. Just watch TV it, uh, while wearing it. Yeah, just watch T V. Watch, watch, watch the, the podcast. The, watch yeah, watch the podcast. Listen to us talk about it. Um watch the ceiling. Um, <laughs> if you're a Sousa player, watch the ceiling. Um, and door but, frames, yeah. And door frames, but I figure at that point, if you're not outside, right, um, you know, you're not really gonna transfer from inside to outside. Well, I mean, um, there might,
0: you might put on your Sousa phone in the bedroom and then walk out to the living room.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Mom, leave me alone. I'm putting on my Sousa phone. <laughs> leave me alone. I played Souza. <laughs> 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 with the with the giant armature, right. Um, all of that to say, though, I think if you go to band camp and you learn your marching, and then you do parades, I feel like you're naturally just already prepared for your first parade. Yeah. Um. Well. More or less, the only other thing you're adding on there is because guess... they're not going to give you songs that you don't know. Oh, yeah i'm just saying
0: like parades are always at least 30 minutes long and i don't think any band practice really makes you carry your instrument for that long or march for that long without a break so just be aware well, of that
1: it depends on how they do basics because i've definitely done been in basic blocks and led basic blocks that have lasted longer than 30 minutes oh geez but is your so, basic
0: block constantly marching
1: it's not Usually constantly reset, marching, but they're right. constantly holding the instrument. And also right. in a parade, you're not also constantly marching because remember, you, there's always those pauses. Or you yeah. always get too close to the one in front, so you got to stop for a second. Um, I mean, you and, you all, and you also have parade rests where you where you're not actually holding your instrument at attention. Now there's some groups that are cruel and they'll make you hold it at attention the entire parade. Oh Jesus! And I've seen that and i feel so bad for those kids especially
0: those uh baritones
1: (laughs) oh man what is it like here's another tangent
0: what is it with i feel like the the skinnier you are the more likely you get stuck with a baritone (laughs) i you know i don't know um every high school kid that marched baritone in my high school had like the arms that were like as thin
1: as like a broom (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I was a really skinny kid. And I played trombone, so... Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's any correlation to that. One, uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this, why don't you give us a shout? All, you know, How big are the arms of your baritone player? I mean, I guess it is
0: technically more on the <laughs> shoulders, so your arms don't necessarily have to be as strong. But still, it's a
1: bloody baritone. They're heavy. Yeah. Um, For... I kind of want to circle back. We talked a little bit about competitions and things, mm-hmm. but there's also exhibitions. um yeah. if if you're new, uh, a competition is where it is exactly what it sounds like. You're going up against other bands. You're competing for a score. There's trophies, prizes, um, bragging rights, yeah. all of those things. Um, whereas an exhibition is typically where you have bands in the area, um, right. like in your school district. Um, that'll all get together have an exhibition where you basically just watch the shows. It doesn't matter how big the band is. There's no ranking. There's no scores. Right. Um, but a lot of exhibitions will still have judges, so they'll get judging, judging feedback, right. although no scoring. Um, and for me personally, I man, I would prefer to do exhibitions left, right, and sideways, upside down. Yeah. um uh, reason being because one there's less pressure yeah. and two a lot of bands will like bring in like the extra fun stuff into their yeah. show for exhibition since they're not getting scored yeah um, i was
0: about to say there's also the there you're not competing with anybody so like yeah people might want you to do well but they don't want you to do well as well as they did at a competition Cause ultimately you oh, do yeah. want to win. So like at an exhibition, it's like, hey, we want everybody to do their best and have their best show possible. Just so we can see, you know, the 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 amount of skill that is out there. But again at a competition when you know that a band that's in your caption is competing, you're like, well I want you to do well. But not that
1: well. <laughs> but not that well. Right. Um so I you know exhibitions though i really do feel like prepare you for competitions because you get Mm. to get used to that right um it's a good like precursor to a competition no Um, you
0: were in what Cobb county right yeah and your exhibitions were over two days correct so you guys didn't get to go (laughs) see like every single group right
1: well so they would um so I don't know if they still do this, but when I was in high school, they would let the students like they like if you had if you brought your student ID because we 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 got student IDs for like library cards and right. things like that. Um, if you brought that to the exhibition and you were in one of the high schools, they'd let you in. You wouldn't have to pay. Oh, Okay, um, well, um, that's right because those
0: were at night times, right?
1: Correct. Right. So okay. I don't I don't necessarily know if they still do that because right. thinking about that is kind of a logistical nightmare.
0: But were um, the South Cobb bands different than the, like the North Cobb bands?
1: Yes, absolutely. Right. So, um in exhibitions, you definitely get to see all different types. There's right. it, there's so like Osborne um in Cobb County is a traditional style band. Right. Um and and they, you know, they but they were like they're like the only one in Cobb County that do. Oh, okay. Um and that show is phenomenal to watch. It's so much fun. Mm. Um, and then you have places like Blaster uh, and and um, Kennesaw Mountain that right. are incredibly, you know, BOA mean, style. more or less on the on the elite BOA level. Right. Um, and then you have places like where I went, like North Cobb, which were really really strong programs, but they weren't necessarily elite programs. Right. Um, you know, we weren't competing for the top spot at BOA all the time or, or even in yeah, our... I think
0: most of the country would consider North Cobb like elite, but in Cobb County, you were just very good.
1: For, that's a good point. So yeah. there's a few counties in the country that are, that are Stupid. really high caliber, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Cobb County is one of those. Um, so yes, what I'm saying is coming from a place of privilege and I understand that. Um, but I don't know any different unfortunately. Right um but you yeah. know whereas somebody might consider north Cobb elite north Cobb in the Cobb county sense was kind of mid right mid-tier
0: <laughs> and at so least I when think, i was there i don't yeah. i
1: haven't kept up with them in a while and i think um, we're both
0: privileged in the fact that we did get to see a mix of traditional and uh i don't, I don't know what i wouldn't call them modern but maybe like more so it's, competitive it, it's typically called traditional and core style Oh, core star there we go um, um so and i'm assuming that it's probably not like that where our counties will have both um it's either one or the other in each county so i feel like we're privileged but again if you're somebody out there who only had just one and then we're also missing like there's chair stepping traditional but then there's like um what big den big 10 traditional Which is like forty five instead of ninety. So um, correct. There's just a lot of variety. It's like the
1: college style. It's like the college style. And a lot Um, of
0: high schools in like the Midwest will do the college style because again, that's all they know. The Big Ten. Right. Yep. Um,
1: And but there's something to be said about those too because the Big Ten style, you know, like Ohio State. Is Ohio State Big Ten? Uh, I don't know. Um, but Ohio State's marching band is very famous. Right. Um. They have a huge program and, and a very quick turnaround on their shows. I think they do a new one every week. Yeah. That decade, um, I believe, too. Yeah. I mean, but it's a very difficult program. Right. Um and and people like to mimic that kind of thing so it's like that's where you get groups that are you can tell where the director's influence came from when mm. they you know write for shows or where the band's influence came from when it was created. Um, like for North Northside, we came from the core style. My the director of the band for us was a previous drum major of Spirit of Atlanta uh-huh. uh, and was a DCI dr- judge that did. Uh, fi- judge the finals, the semifinals. You know, there's a very well respected judge, right? Um, and then same with our assistant director, who is a indoor judge, WGI judge, um, and things like that. Uh, uh, whereas there's other places like like you said on the Midwest, where their directors will be more collegiate, or they'll have come from like Iowa, or they'll right. come from, um, you know, more traditional type programs, mm-hmm. um. So that's a question to ask for our listeners is, is, you know, do you guys do exhibitions in your town, in your district? Right. Because there are
0: some counties that only have one high school. So it's like, well, the point of having an exhibition was just yourself unless you had like a tri-county exhibition, which I'm sure there are as well. I'm sure Um, there are. And just to your point, I think our program is pretty – Uh, fortunate when I was there at least after our first director left our second director did march Spirit of Atlanta as a trumpet and our middle school feeder our band director he marched timpani with cavies back in like the 70s so we definitely had that DCI feel not necessarily style but we still had that feel to our programs and obviously all of our staff usually were like yeah, I work with WGI groups
1: or yada yada yada. So, right, um, and all that to say, I think exhibitions are really really beneficial to a young band individual because also on exhibitions, that's when you know college groups will come to play or yeah. or a DCI group will come to play for the exhibition, um, and uh, you get to see some crazy shows because college programs and you can you can attest to this as well. College programs will go all out yeah. for exhibitions, man, because those are the those they are their recruiting events. Yeah, and they yeah. had to travel super far, so they might as well get their money's worth. Oh yeah, they'll do like twenty minute shows and stuff for 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 exhibitions, man. Yeah. I remember we did a pop up exhibition at Lasseter. Um, yeah, I don't know where you, or you might have graduated by that point. Um, the but man, that know, yeah, that thing to seemed to last. That thing well, seemed like it lasted forever. I do realize though,
0: sorry got like cat here in my mouth
1: yeah. well, you're out. also surrounded by cats That's right um I don't know what it is, but high school
0: judging has always taken flipping forever. yes, like you would go to a competition, you would end the last band would go, and then you'd literally just be sitting there for an hour.
1: Well, I think part of it is because uh high school judging has a lot more numbers involved there's a lot more actual judges and they eliminate top and bottom scores and things like that i mean at the I high guess, school but also but like, dci there's like th-
0: two three per and they just right. take the score <laughs> right but also for high school like i mean if you're scoring them as you go then theoretically once the last bang goes then it should just be like all right here's here's the. Uh, i guess probably high school is probably all pen and or pencil and paper so they gotta like shuffle all the papers and then Put them all into order, score-wise. Was that a 9
1: or a (laughs) 7?
0: Terry! Terry! Was that a 9 or a 7? Right. (laughs) Oh, Terry already left. God damn it. We'll just drop Terry's score, I guess. We'll just drop it to the eighty-seven.
1: What? They dropped us to an eighty-seven.
0: Right. <laughs> um. But yeah, if you've never been to a competition, be prepared. Like, if you stay for the whole thing, um, because there are some programs are like, nah, we done, we out. <laughs> we'll get right. our scores in the email later. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, there are times when you will just be you will watch that last group go, and then you are like, all right, we're gonna sit here for forty-five minutes. Um, and obviously I do like the superlative awards, like the band that donated the most shout-outs, or the band that, uh, you know, had the most people, like, fun trivia facts while we're waiting. But uh, be prepared.
1: Absolutely. Be prepared to be sitting around for a while. But that's also part of the fun of competitions. You get to sit yeah. there and it, like, builds all this anticipation. Yeah. Um, so I, I liked that aspect of it a little bit, somewhat. So um,
0: speaking about exhibitions and going right into competitions, did you feel like exhibitions did prepare you for competition?
1: I do. I feel like it was a good precursor. I feel like, you know, you get to feel, you get to see what it's like to rotate between groups, um, where you get to watch some groups. And then all of a sudden your director's like, hey, we got to go get ready, Um, grab the whole group. um, And uh, uh, are your cast trying to knock over your camera? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, and uh um I I short answer is yeah. I think exhibitions really prepared me for competitions. Um, what about you? Do you think they did that for you too? Yeah, I think so. Just that
0: whole mentality of okay, we're we're here at a foreign site. because um, again, exhibitions were always at a different high school every year. So it's like it was helpful because competitions were always usually at a different location as well. So you're just at a foreign location you don't know where anything is you just get told go here go to this parking lot warm up in this parking lot um sometimes there's delays so then you're like band has to sit around and then like you're like crap all of our warm-up time kind of just got thrown into the toilet right <laughs> and then you gotta like get like, <laughs> then you like beg the the what's the word organizers the organizers or the person who's like in charge of your group, like give us at least three minutes to rewarm back up. Cause we've been sitting here 15 minutes. Um, so I definitely do think exhibitions help prepare the mentality. Um, but again, also it's only halfway because you know, you're not getting judged and
1: well, you um, might be getting judged. You're not getting scored, right? You're not
0: getting scored. And like, usually it's, it is warmer at exhibitions than it is at competitions um so like you may not know the true battle of trying to stay in tune when it gets much colder at night um
1: <laughs> yeah but for yeah, sure. i
0: forgot to mention that our exhibitions were always during the day in fulton county oh so we, we got did to miss we, school. we had them at night oh uh, we didn't miss school they were always on saturdays so it was just during the day but we did and get then, to see no. every single
1: group show up gotcha we would um um School. with their ours were friday nights uh-huh. uh, no ours were ours were monday nights there's a weird day of the week right um but we would leave from school early oh, that's nice. um i'm I mean, not gonna lie it was nice yeah ngl yeah. um so, yeah I um, I feel all of these things to say about exhibitions getting us ready for competitions. I personally still don't feel like I was ready for my very first competition. The nerves were crazy. And does anybody feel ready for their first competition? No, I don't. I I mean, well, some might. Um, I was not are one they of those. Telling the truth <laughs> when they say they are. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> even if you marched like
0: DCI, let's say hypothetically you marched DCI before your first ever high school competition, it's always just—it's always going to be different no matter what. So, and then again, you might be like, "Well, I'm expecting a crowd of like five thousand people," and then it's a crowd of like a thousand max, so that might throw you off, or um, just how judging goes, and right. The whole setup, the the getting onto the field, stuff like that is always different as well. So, yeah, I think I can agree that most people are probably never truly 100% ready for their first competition.
1: Yeah, and that might be true. But When you guys had a competition, could you tell it was competition week? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, like, um, like for me, it was like always the staff were like really on edge or like <laughs> um, the directors were like really, really picky. Right um and whereas our, previous weeks they wouldn't be.
0: Yeah, and we always had a uh, silent rehearsals for the week of competitions. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, we weren't well, allowed to tell talk. me how that worked cuz I didn't do those. It was basically like weeks of competitions um since we knew we had a lot of cleaning to do, um maybe even some like drill change. Um basics block. So basically after we, you know, did basics block or we stretched and then we did basics block. Like ran a lap just to get our bodies into the mood then, and uh, we would uh, upper leadership would just decide, all right,' silent rehearsals, so nobody would talk except for rehearsal techs or staff right um, And obviously, if there was like a long period of time where it was just one like little section, so like maybe one group of like twelve people were making a circle and they just couldn't get the circle done, then everybody else would just sit down, but like we had to keep the chatter very low. <laughs> Or else mm. then the band director would get, you know, man, to be like, shut up. <laughs> we're trying to fix a drill here. <laughs> Obviously didn't say shut up because high school or just edu- public education. But, um, yeah, the, that Thursday, Thursday, Saturday, or usually just sign re- silent rehearsals.
1: Yeah. The firsts for everything I think are just really stressful. Yeah. Um, especially as for, for a new person, um, it's a lot. I think that freshman year is a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and if you're able to get through your freshman year, might as Easy. well stick around yeah. the other three. Smooth sailing. <laughs> Smooth sailing because you're used to it now. You know what to expect. Yeah. Um, and I think I... you can
0: rely on your upperclassmen a lot. Absolutely. To, to set the tone and you can sort of just follow them. Because, again, they've already done it before. So you can just follow their lead.
1: Absolutely. Um, All that to say, I think if you're interested in getting into band, you're interested to, or if you're walking into a competitive program, or if you're a director thinking about getting your band into a competitive um, uh, train, um, think about those things um, with regards to personally how things are going for you as you enter into that program or if you're a director these are some things that your students might be thinking Hmm. um so check in with them on that um and and get feedback and be okay with the feedback yeah um it's hard to be okay with feedback but it's very important
0: and uh, uh i just realized we've basically been going on for an hour but we only touched high school there are a lot of people who only will do marching band in college, so uh, don't oh. fret if you feel like, well, do do know that you can probably throw a lot of this out, out of the window if you are like, wait, I'm in college. None of this high school stuff. Unless it's the me.
1: exhibitions. Right. But even
0: then, the exhibition is the mindset from a high school to a college person is much different. Um, right. So uh, I guess just be on the lookout. One day, I'm sure we will do a first like college experiences, so... Uh, don't fret if you're like, well, I got nothing out of that because this was only high school.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, well, I definitely think that's worth circling back to for sure. Um, you know, because well, we got we got to, We gotta have content for the off season when yeah. DCI is over. <laughs>
0: yeah, and we can always talk about like first indoor competitions or first WGI competitions because those are a whole nother breed. Because just like DCI, you basically have a competition every single weekend, not unlike high school marching band, where it's like maybe three to four competitions max, um, right. where some places really just do two. So that's completely different as well.
1: Right. Well, Harrison, do you got anything else for us? Um, hydrate before you dehydrate. So yeah. That's all I'm going to say.
0: If your pee <laughs> is any darker than a very mild, clear yellow drink more water i found it don't. so funny at kennesaw how they had the pee pellets in, in front in front of the interim yeah <laughs>
1: yeah man that was awkward <laughs> i mean i guess if it works it works yeah i guess so did it work though i would
0: assume so i didn't see any people uh, just like competitively trying not to drink a single drop of water at game day
1: i don't know man there's some band people that are weird yeah Well, but we love them anyway.
0: If that's all, uh, this has been the Marching Arts Podcast. You can find us anywhere on social medias at the Marching Arts Pod. That's B-O-D. If you want to meet my cat one day, maybe that'll be in the the cards. But uh, until then, (laughs) uh, we'll see you next time.